Welcome to the Leadership Roundtable, a podcast with Dr. Conway Edwards, live and in person today. Hey, come on, somebody. Hey, welcome to the podcast. Well, I'll tell you what, we got a good one for you today. I promise you, whatever you're doing, stop it and listen up. This could save your very life. So check this out. What do you got, Pastor? Because we're going to help you discover as you're listening in today or watching how you can take your leadership to the next level. Mm. We're going to talk about the four stages of leadership. And we want you to do wherever you're watching from, you want to pause, you want to take a break, or whenever you finish, go to our webpage, visit1cc.com slash leadership roundtable. What you're going to be able to do there is download some show notes and a handout that's going to walk through everything that we're going to talk about today. Incredible. So here we go. The four stages of leadership, how you can take your leadership to the next level. It's critical, man. Here we go. Put your seatbelts on and let's talk some leadership. Four phases, four stages. Here we go. Uh, as you go through life, you go through four different seasons, four different stages. And if you pass the first stage, then it takes you to the second. If you pass the second, then it takes you to the third. If you pass the third, then you get to finish strong. So I want to walk through them with you real quickly. And then within that context, now we can talk about these struggles that all leaders face. And then with the struggles, we're going to highlight for you the biblical characters that struggled with each one. So let's talk about them. There are the four Fs. You have faithfulness. After faithfulness, you have focus. After focusness, you have fruitfulness and after fruitfulness you have finishing strong so those are the four seasons almost of a leader's life when you're young you're trying to pass the faithfulness uh, test can you be faithful at what god's called you to do have you answered the authority question can you um, just simply follow instructions when they give you boundaries can you stay within those boundaries are you willing to own your own uh, mistakes when you go outside of those boundaries and then admit that you went outside say you're sorry and then come back again can you on a day when um, you had some great ideas that you wanted to share and you share those with your mm -hmm. leader and then your leader comes back and say yep no we're not going to do any of those and you go home and you had a frustrating day and you didn't like it and you can't believe they didn't take your ideas can you go to bed that day talk to a couple of cohorts uh, maybe even cry a little bit mm -hmm. uh, get up next day and say you know what his mercies are new every morning come back to work and then just be faithful and crush it you see if you're not faithful in a little things then you don't get to graduate to many and much 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 more and so one of the big responsibilities of a leader is can you can i simply be faithful to what we're called to do in the season we're called. When you get a job description, can you be faithful to what you've, you're getting paid for before you go and do your side gigs? Can you simply um, accept the challenge? You get the, the, you get the student ministry to lead. Can you be faithful with the student ministry before you ask for more and more opportunities and more opportunities? Can you just be faithful? You're, you're in a rural country area and you've got a, a pretty small church. Can you be faithful to that church and be faithful instead of lusting after something bigger? Faithfulness is a massive yep. key to passing the first stage of leadership. Pastor Matt, what do you got? Faithfulness is just huge. And in order for us to lead what God's given us, we have to be led well. Mm -hmm. And faithfulness is all about, can I be led? And it's you know, I so many people want to be at stage three or four yeah. and forget stage one or two. Yeah. And I think what we realize is you have to go through these if you're going to have the right scaffolding or foundation built for the future stages. So learning how to follow is huge and just cutting your teeth and serving well. Um, number. Oh, well, before we get there, you got to talk about are there any secret scenes you need to deal with now 
before they become giant issues in your life. This is the time to deal with them. This is the time to root them out. This is the time to say, God, I want to be faithful to what you're calling me to do. And if there are issues that I need to deal with now, I'm going to deal with them. And I'm not going to, I'm not going to baby them. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to uh, pretend as if they're not going to get larger. I am going to deal with them. And if I need to get help, I'm going to get the help I need because it's too vital for me mm-hmm. not to deal with it because it's only going to grow as your influence grows. It's only going to grow as your ministry grows. It's only going to grow as you get more notoriety and the bright lights of our culture start to shine on you. So let's deal with those issues and be faithful to the season we are in. Woo. That all right? Yeah, well, it's it's real. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I just we think that when we get to the next level, certain issues that we had before are going to disappear. And what we learn here is if you don't handle them in the first level, they're just going to magnify and grow larger and be exposed more. What you're good at, what you're not good at, either side, as you go up these stages, get exposed. Excellent job. Yep. And so that takes us to to phase two. Now um, you're getting you've been faithful. So now you're getting a little more focused, and that's the second word, are you focused? In other words, do you know your gifts and abilities really well? Do you know your purpose and calling really well? And have you honed in Mm -hmm. to sharpen your gifts, your abilities, your talents, uh, your experiences, to make sure you're maximizing uh, the responsibilities and the gifts that God has given you? Can you be the best you? Whatever that is, if you're if you're a worship leader, can you be the absolute best worship leader? And are you are you vigilant in making sure that you are crafting and practicing your craft so much so that you are you are always learning, you're studying, you are doing everything you can to be the the resident expert on your area and of your ministry? Are you talking to people three times your age, three three times the size of the ministry or the, the, the church that you have right now? And are you zooming in to become the best that you can be in that particular area? By the way, if you don't pass the faithfulness test, when you get to the focus test, you won't get there. And if you get to the focus path, it means you've passed the faithfulness one, but you've got to pass faithfulness and focus to get to the third level. But let's talk a little bit more, Pastor Matt, about this area of focus and the questions we need to wrestle with as we get there. What are you thinking? So here we're talking about the questions we have to look at for focus. And, I mean, we have the questions you'll see on here, figuring out what you're good at. And the question I have for you mm-hmm. is, in this phase, uh, do I work on my strengths only? Do I work on my weaknesses? Where do I want to grow on this focus? Is it just strengths? Yeah, it's priority, and your priorities are your strengths. In this era, what you're trying to figure out is what's your capacity and what's your trajectory. So because you're trying to do those, you want to expose yourself to the best leaders mm-hmm. you know so that you can discern the level and capacity God potentially has for you. Now, if you're not faithful, you're not going to get there. And so you've got to discern, hey, man, who's the best leader I know around? Let me go hang out with them. How do I figure out? And you're not trying to just hang out with them for hang out's sake. You're trying to learn how they think. You're trying to learn how they do their craft so that you can learn from the best and from a, a, a multiple people yeah. how to make sure you're doing the best you can. And that 
is huge. So don't just stay where you are and not expose yourself to other people who can lead well. Uh, and, and most people are not going to just give you their time. So you've got to figure out a way to serve them so that um, uh, they'll give you some time. Or you got to take them out to lunch to, so that you can learn from them. But your job is whether it's through podcasts, through books, through messages, through mentoring, through coaching, paying somebody to coach you, you've got to become better and develop the gifts that God has given you. Mm-hmm. I see too many people that bury their gifts. I see too many people that use it and are just satisfied with the level that they're on. And I want and I want to encourage all of us to make sure we are relentlessly pursuing getting better for the glory of God and for his kingdom. And one of the things we do with our team is encourage everybody on our team to have a cohort or a peer um, in an area this is the hard part of somebody that's where you're at or beyond where you're at. Mm-hmm. You don't want to go into a room where you're the smartest person in the room. Woo. You need to get into a room where you can be the lowest person at the table so that's that you it. can soak up as much. And like uh, Pastor Conway said, a lot of times you have to invest and pour in and be faithful before you even have the right to do that. So figure out how you can get involved with others who are where you're at or where you're trying to go. That's really good. So that you can grow in that focus area. You bet. Next one, number three. That's where we get to what, Matt? Fruitfulness. Fruitfulness. That's it. This is the season now. You've had a little bit of success. God's blessing you. Things are going well. And now you get to enjoy and uh, simply flap your wings a little bit in the season of success, whatever that looks like. Now, the danger here is the more successful you get, your danger is going to be you're going to get distracted. You're gonna, that's why in uh, Joshua chapter 1, he says, don't look to the right nor to the left. You must stay focused on what got you to where you are and then try to figure out what will get you to the next level. I promise you, you're going to get bored because you're going to be doing things. It's going to become easier, and so you're going to get bored, and you're going to be tempted to fill your life with stuff that are going to become distractions. What does that mean? You're going to, you're going to say yes to too many opportunities that you shouldn't say yes to. You know, people are going to want to have you do some other things because of your gifts and abilities, and you're going to say oftentimes yes because you just, you just are enjoying the fruits of this labor that you have that you have so 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 far accomplished and your goal is to stay zoomed in and focused on the gifts the abilities the success that God has given you and then ask him the question well, God what do you have for me next on the left hand side however don't focus don't don't look to the left nor to the right on the right is the is the place of honor people are going to give you more and more and more and more opportunities to the left that's the place now where it's kind of like the place of shame this is where your mm. your your weaknesses start to rise up. This is where your tendencies start to start to play tricks on you. This is where the sins that you did not deal with well start to show up. And if you're not careful, they will take you down. Just like Superman has his kryptonite, the greater the great the greater the leader, the greater he knows what that kryptonite is, where it is, and why he needs to stay away from there so that he or she can accomplish what God's called them to do. This is so huge that you need some people in your corner that knows how to bring out the best in you and give you a reason why you need to stay away mm. from the kryptonite that's trying to take you out because the enemy wants to take out every church leader there is 
And it's your assignment to make sure that you have people. If, it, if you're married, that your spouse is pulling out and helping you become the most powerful person you can be for the glory of God. If you've got mentors, they're helping you pull out and become the king that God's calling you to be in whatever area, the queen that God's calling you to be in whatever area you are. So this is the season where if you're not careful, you'll get so distracted, mm -hmm. either good things will rob you from doing the best things, or the things that you left unchecked will now overtake you and derail you because you look to the right or to the left. Pastor Matt, what you got? <laughs> Question I want to ask you is, um, when you're when, when you have that 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 challenge or temptation to look to the left or to the right, mm -hmm. a lot of times it's because we become more aware of things that we weren't aware of before. No, that's good. Absolutely. And I wanted to ask you about that, about how when you get to a certain level in life, there are certain things you see yep. that you didn't used to see, certain yep. places you go that yep. now, and how that awareness can take you off track. Yeah, absolutely. This is where um, some form of entitlement start to set in. This is where you think you start deserving things. Mm -hmm. This is where if you're not guarding your heart, your heart will want more for more sake and not for God's sake. This is where you have to ask mentors. You have to discern and seek God and say, God, is this a season of rebuilding or is this a season of going higher and higher and higher and higher? Can the infrastructure that you have currently take on the next season that God has for you. You've got to ask those questions of mm -hmm. your own heart. Has there been any jealousy uh, creeping into the heart? Has there been any envy creeping in? Has there been any greed that's creeping in? Have there been any anger that's creeping in? And you've got to monitor that heart to make sure none of those are creeping in on the, on the left-hand side as you get distracted. And on the right-hand mm -hmm. side, you've got to make sure that you're not just going after opportunities for opportunity's sake, but you're making sure that this is on assignment and you're on assignment to do what God's called you to do so that you do not get distracted. You have to learn the art of saying no to some incredible things so that you can say yes to your purpose and to your calling and to the thing that will give you the greatest impact. That's where it matters the most. And too many people get distracted and because they do, they never fulfill mm -hmm. God's ultimate plan for them. Because here's what you got to remember. You're not comparing yourself to another church or a church on the street. You're comparing yourself to God's call on your life. Mm -hmm. And the only way you get that is if you go back to him and say, God, is this it? Where you want me to go next? And you yearn and seek and diligently pursue him so you know where he wants you to go. Yes, I, sir, saw an I saw something yesterday. It said, when you say yes, you say no to every other opportunity. My God. And when you say no, you leave all the opportunities open that which you can still say yes to. That's good. That's really, really good. That's awesome. I think all your right? wife posted that. Shout out, hashtag Jada, Jada Edwards. Edwards. Did she say that? Wow, okay, cool. Know. I see you, girl. I, I see you. Shout out Jada and then Coben Edwards. Yep. She probably didn't need me telling all, all of, of that. You, all her names, but that's fine. Go ahead. What do we <laughs> Stage got? number four of leadership. <laughs> uh, stage number four is finishing strong. This mm. is where you're... You're leaning at the tape. You're at the end of the race. That's You're it. developing others. You've, 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 you've crossed through everything else faithfully. Yeah. Tell us about finishing strong, what that looks like. So here's what's really sad about this. So few people finish strong. In the Bible, you had about 300 leaders where we had you know, sufficient information about them. And not many of them finish strong. And so 
what happened to them is they got distracted in the second, in the third, in the third stage of their life, or in the second stage, they didn't hone their gifts and abilities, and because they didn't, they kind of faded out. Most leaders, the average leader stops in the second uh, stage or in the second phase and never get to the third. And then those that get to the third, a lot of them get distracted, and they never make it to the fourth, finishing strong. So the way you do that is by staying focused, by executing and making sure you do not move to the left or to the right. In this season is where now you become a sage, where now you're helping people in stages one, two, and three to get out of it. By the way, in stage three, you got to remember this, there are so few uh, coaches and mentors that are there to help us out of it. And so whenever you find one that can help you out of stage three, oh, man, I'd pay them anything they want, and I will plead with them to spend time with me so that you can make it through that most difficult phase to get to mm -hmm. finishing strong. This is a big deal. This is where you're no longer building. Uh, in the first phase, you're kind of trying to uh, see if you can build something good, and it really is focused on you. In the second stage, you're really trying to build something, but now it's focused on others. In the third phase, you're really trying to be something, but really now you start focusing on God's kingdom. And what does he want? So how does he want you to shape his kingdom for his glory? And in the fourth stage, this is where you look back and you try to help others who are in or is stuck in one of these phases. Mm -hmm. You try to help them navigate to get past this phase and get into the others. It is a beautiful thing if you can navigate to get to there, but it is a huge huge responsibility that you have and it's the it's passing the leadership baton it. it's 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 how am i going to help the others uh, number one how have i improved mm -hmm. our team's standing in the race while i've had the baton and how am i going to set up my teammates that's good those coming behind me so that they can even excel further in the race that we have so that's finishing strong developing other leaders that's awesome and that's it that's it that's it that's it so here they are, the stages of leadership, the phases of leadership. Mm -hmm. This is why, gentlemen, ladies, ministry leaders, uh, business leaders, I need you to go back over these. Take the handout that we've given you and simply ask, where are you at? Where are the leaders on your team at? And then how do you make sure you're helping them transition to the next phase? And how do you make sure you're transitioning to the next phase? Because when you fail in each one of these, the stakes are high, mm -hmm. and it gets higher the 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 greater the level that you're at and so pastor matt tell us about yeah. each one of these phases and how as you as you <laughs> get more influence yeah. when you fail the the the, 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 the ripple effect of that failure mm. can go all the way through the world yes i mean at the first one in the faithfulness stage if you fail at being faithful the one hurt is you yep. and the cohort the one that you're connected to yep. so when you fail at this stage, you're, you're really hurting yourself and stunting your growth of the ability that you have to press forward. Mm -hmm. Then it start, this is where it starts to compound. So at the next stage in focus, this is where um, if you fail at focus, your family gets hurt. Tell us mm -hmm. a little bit about what you mean by your Golly. family gets hurt. So you're zooming in, right? You're trying to make sure mm -hmm. you're focused on your gifts and abilities. You're beginning to see a little bit of, you know, God, God might be using you a little bit. And so if you, get, if you fail in this area, now your family... Uh, because you, you've had to leave the church, you've had to leave the business because of moral failure or something mm -hmm. like that. And then your family now 
is is hurt because of that. They're embarrassed. Your kids are embarrassed. Everybody's embarrassed because of your failure. And so you want to make sure you stay dialed in to the spirit of the living God. You keep your your time with God precious. You keep your closet time precious. You keep your your eyes in the Word of God. Keep memorizing scripture at this phase. Keep having good cohorts around you that you can run with to make sure that you're yeah. not bailing because of foolish decisions that you make. Ooh, and then fruitfulness. Ooh. So if you fail in fruitfulness, <laughs> this is it just compounds as you go. So the yeah. higher you go, the the more weight you carry. If you if you fail in the fruitfulness category, it's not just you, it's not just your family. Mm. All of a sudden the kingdom of God gets hurt. That's right. All of a sudden right. the family, the body, there's pain throughout every it's it's where people really get hurt. And where people lose hope in church. That's right. And and sometimes in Jesus, mm-hmm. thinking that this is all a fraud because everybody's hypocrites. That's why it's so important that we do our best to work on our stuff and have accountability around us and our time with God so that we can really deal with these issues that are trying to that are trying to derail us. Now listen, what Pastor Matt just said is it's not just your family now. It's the church of Jesus Christ, the kingdom of God. Not just in your church, mm. not just in your business, but in the city and in the surrounding suburbs, and everywhere else. Because as they hear about it, now here you go. And the pain has a ripple effect. Let's go to the last one. When you, when you fail. I'm still hurting on that one. <laughs> um, when you fail in the last one, finishing strong. Mm-hmm. Um, when you fail in finishing strong, what you do is you, oh, you hurt gosh. potential leaders. Yes. You, you hurt, you let down, you fail the next generation coming behind you. So yep. it's not just everyone now. When you fail in finishing strong, you hurt the future. Yep. You stunt the future. And every single one of these, um, I'm just reminded that it, uh, John Maxwell calls it the law of Mount Everest. Mm-hmm. And as you go higher, the, yes, t- the need for teamwork grows greater. Yes. Nobody can climb Mount Everest on their own. And every one of these, the weight gets heavier. Yep. And the more you try to do it on your own, yep. the harder it will be. Absolutely. And the steeper the climb. And so your assignment then is to make sure that you've got a team around you mm-hmm. that's helping you go up that hill. And for a lot of pastors, you say, well, who, who can I talk to? I can't talk to anybody. I don't know anybody. Mm-hmm. If I talk to people, then I might not have a job and all of that. But, but you cannot afford to not deal with it because if you don't, it is going to hurt and hurt a whole lot of people. Wow. So, leader, we want you to evaluate. It starts with you. Mm-hmm. Where are you on the stages of leadership? And not just you, we would encourage you to take your team through this Absolutely. so that everybody can be aware of where you're at and help each other work through this. It's good. And then look at the pitfalls, look at the steps you need to go to the next level and be aware of where you're at and where your entire team is and use this tool so that you can grow all of you together as you push forward the mission you have. That's beautiful, man. But the last one, the, the one called Finishing Strong, Ooh. imagine the kids. Oh, this just breaks my heart. Just think about it. Imagine the kids that are thinking about going into ministry. And when you fall in that season, they're saying there's no hope because these even the older guys are not making it. Therefore, they have a tendency to say, then I'm going to give up on the whole thing. That's the pain that we can cause when we're careless, when we think, when we're arrogant, mm-hmm. when we're prideful, when we have wrong motives, mm-hmm. when we're self-centered. Those, that's the kind of pain that we can cause. So let's get ready. We have a bulls down our back. And let's get ready to fight the fight that's ahead of us. We wrestle not against flesh and blood, 
but against principalities and powers that are trying to destroy God's church. So come on, let's do it. Let's do it. Awesome. So leaders, even as you're listening to this, we want you to know we're praying for you and we're for you. Mm. You're not in this alone. We're with you and we want you to use this tool to grow and to realize what's going on around you. And even as you've listened to this, if you know somebody else who's caught trying to figure out where they are in their stage of leadership, Mm. please share this. Please rate this. Please review this. Please help us get the word out so that we can help as many leaders as possible grow right where they're at and take the kingdom to the next level. So thank you again for joining us. You can get the show notes uh, at visit1cc.com slash leadership roundtable. Wherever you're watching from, please give us a review and let us know how this has impacted you. Thank you again so much, and we look forward to seeing you next time. Hey, Pastor Matt, let me just pray for everybody before we go. Heavenly Father, thank you for every leader that's watching, every young leader, every seasoned leader, and every mature leader, every leader in the faithfulness phase, the focus phase, the fruitfulness phase, and the finishing strong phase. God, will you simply help them to do the hard work, help us to do the hard work of evaluating, of processing, help us to get the help, the coaching, the counseling, the mentors we need to come around, the cohorts we need to come around each other and fight for each other so that we can bear one another's burdens so that we can run and finish strong. Father, lots of leaders start off well, but only a few finish strong. Will you empower us to be one of those that finish strong? We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Thanks, everybody. We'll see you next time.